Well, hello, teachers, and welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. Caitlin here with you guys. And Jessica. Hey, everybody. We have a very special guest today, Kara, who is one of our EB Academics team members, and she's going to be talking to us all about her batch lesson planning experience. So welcome to the podcast, Kara. You've been on before. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Thanks. Happy to be here. (laughs) Before we get started and dive into our questions, um, we'd love for you to introduce yourself tell our listeners a little bit about you if they're not familiar with who you are um, and kind of why you wanted to share this transformation story maybe on the podcast. Like what were kind of, why, why do we need to listen to this story? Why is it so important? Sure. So um, I teach sixth grade this year. I've always taught seventh grade, but this year I have a new position. I teach two different reading um, intervention classes and in Connecticut and yeah this is the year i finally embraced embraced batch planning i was very reluctant to do it and you know it's 2020 time to make big changes i needed to lower my stress like everyone else and um batch planning was one of the ways that i did it and basically i mean i just think you guys finally got to me it's really what it is (laughs) here you have to try this you were just talking about it for so long you're like fine i'll do it It was reluctant, but it's been so worth it. I'm so glad to hear that. And we have so many other podcast episodes all about batch lesson planning that, you know, we can put in the show notes and you guys can go back and listen to, to learn how to do it, learn what our philosophy around that is. Um, But I'm so glad that Kara talks about being a reluctant batch lesson planner, because I think so many teachers feel that way. You know, there's just like, I don't really, do I really want to take the time to, to batch lesson plan on one day or two days? And it is 100% so worth it. And Kara, as you spoke to just kind of mitigating your stress levels this year was so important and that this played a huge role in that. So I'm excited to dive into the questions and start talking all about this. And I'm really curious, even before we get into our questions, Kara, because as a teacher, I had never even heard of batch planning when I was first in the classroom. Had you heard of it before? Had you tried it in the past or anything like that? To be honest, not really. I mean, I remember my first year of teaching, there was one teacher that I worked with who was like, okay, like let's map this out for the next couple of months. And I was like totally in first year survival mode. And I was, I was just, we didn't have a curriculum at that time. And I was like, whoa, girl, I don't even have tomorrow. I was like, I cannot look at two months from now. Um, But that was really the only person that ever kind of mentioned it to me. And then, and then never again until, until you two. (laughs) And I think that's pretty typical because like Caitlin and I have said in the past, it's not like you take a lesson planning class in college, right? No one ever teaches you. You're kind of just thrown into your classroom and your curriculum and then you figure it out as you go, right? Exactly. So then that being said, what was a typical lesson planning session like for you? Did you do it during your prep period at lunch at home? Like talk us through it. Yeah. So I'm embarrassed to say this because it makes me sound like a bad teacher, but I was, um, I was very day by day. I, since really early on, I've always worked within curriculums that have been provided for me. So I wasn't like, you know, pulling random activities and just lumping them together. It wasn't like that, but it was still a scramble. It was still, um, just so inefficient. It was, you know, like I didn't batch copy anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't think things through long term. So I would be like, Oh shoot, I should have made this a packet or like, 
oh my gosh, we have break coming up and I totally didn't think about when the test will fall and now I have to cram this in so they don't forget everything. Or, you know, I would just end at some really awkward point that was not academically optimal at all for kids. Um, and, and I didn't think about like, okay, I have this set curriculum, but how can I, you know, maybe combine these two lessons? Like, this is going to be a quick lesson. How could I maybe combine this? Or, you know, what are they going to need reinforcement with? I didn't do any of that. And I think I genuinely felt for a long time that it was in my students' best interest to do that. I was, I was kind of like, well, patch planning just like isn't me. It just isn't my style. Or, you know, I'm someone who really needs to be flexible for my kids and batch planning doesn't let me do that. Like, you know, it's better teaching to do what I'm doing or, you know, things will be just so robotic if I batch plan. Like these are genuine thoughts that went through my head all the time because I was aware it wasn't the best system that I had, but I, I definitely made excuses or like, I mean, I, I think at certain points I genuinely believed, believed I was right. <laughs> right. How interesting that you say that you wanted to be flexible with your students and batch planning made you feel like you couldn't be like that because in actuality, it's the opposite. You know, it's batch so planning allows you to have so much flexibility because you have a very clear, you know, roadmap and plan. And so you can add something in anywhere because you know exactly what's happening whenever it's happening on any given day with any given unit, all the standards you have to cover. Um, that's so fascinating that clearly that was a limiting belief that you had prior to yeah. <laughs> engaging in batch lesson planning. Yeah. Totally. Um, so then what is it that you, um, didn't, that you, you know, wanted to make you try batch lesson plan that you didn't like it before what you were doing before? Like what was the catalyst aside from us just kind of like harassing you to do it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the harassment was definitely a big factor. No, I'm um, so, you know, before this year, when I was teaching in the classroom, I had like a long commute, I have a busy schedule, and I was never able to stay after school. So if I had a busy day of meetings or whatever, I'd have to leave my lesson planning for the next morning, like the morning that I was teaching, okay? And I would get up really early, I would like rush to school, and honestly, like even if I had plenty of time, because I mean, I had a general sense of what I was doing, I wasn't going in blind, but um, I just like would feel anxiety, like my heart would pound. I'm sure many teachers can relate to me, just like that morning stress that just nobody needs in their life. Um, and it was also just always this feeling of things hanging over my head because they, they always were, they weren't done. Um, and if I wasn't feeling well one night or something personal came up that left me, you know, pressed for time, it was just kind of a nightmare, more emotionally than anything to to get my stuff together in time. Um, and there was also just this fear that I was forgetting something or I would make mistakes because I was rushing. Um, and then really, I think like the final thing was, you know, like I said, it's 2020. My stress levels were kind of just out of control and I knew I needed to take control. Um, and I felt like school was the best place to start because, I mean, we spend a lot of time at work. And my anxiety around how last minute I was being um, was just this glaring part of my life that I was like, yeah, I need to address this now. Um, and then we just had that one meeting, the three of us, and you yeah. were like, Kara, do this. And you really motivated me. It was like that day or the next day that I sat down and I started. So 
Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I love hearing that. And you were like, well, how do you just, how do you just do it? Don't you remember? And I said, Carrie, you just sit down and you do it. And you're like, okay, I'll go do it. And yeah. I did. And it was great. Yeah, the no <laughs> nonsense, I needed it. But I love that you took action from that conversation right away, right? So, okay, yeah. so you decided I'm going to do this. What did it look like? What was that process? Like, did you go somewhere special? Were you at school? Were you at home? Like, what materials did you need? Walk us through it. Yeah, so I actually got very serious about it. And I think that was really important. I wasn't just like, okay, like I'm going to try to batch plan. Like it wasn't this passive thing. It was, and I mean, I think even Caitlin really helped me set the goal, the goal to be honest. She was like, plan the rest of 2020 right now. Mm -hmm. And so I said, okay, I'm going to get this year done because just hearing that, like I felt like a thousand pounds lifted off my shoulders. I was, I, I couldn't believe it. Just thinking, oh my gosh, I could have the rest of this year planned. Like what? So I used a day, um, I think it was veterans day when we had off from school. So I, I did take a big chunk of time. Cause I mean, you guys have said this, it's not like an easy breezy an hour and a half. It, it can take a lot of time. And so I gave myself that time. I set aside like five hours. Um, not that it needs to be that long, but, um, <clears throat> And so I was mapping out a couple of months and I teach two different classes. So it was two classes, a couple of months. It was a lot of work. I cleared a big space, lit a candle to get me in the zone. Um, I made coffee. I had a snack. And um, like you mentioned, you know, I did plan a reward for myself. Uh, wait, okay, then, wait, what was it? Uh, okay. Well, actually <laughs> it's pretty small, but for me, <laughs> I've really been... Uh, my fiance and I have big savings goals this year, but I just wanted a really new pretty planner and that way it was very aligned with batch planning. And Is so, that the same one that we have, the same planner? Yeah. Yes. I sound like total fangirl wannabe, but yes. <laughs> this is a side conversation, but I'm going to say it really quickly. The other day we were all in a Zoom meeting and like halfway through the meeting, I look and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have the same planner as Kara. <laughs> and I was like, how funny and how random is that? Oh my gosh. Caitlin told me to get it. Yeah, you told <laughs> me to get it. I have no idea. Planner ever. We'll have it to is. share a link in the show notes for the planner. That, that planner ever. It's, it's so not a teacher good. planner per se. It's just True. like a general planner. So, yeah, total side note. Total <laughs> but I love that you did the reward. I think that's so important to acknowledge that you were going to be working hard like all day. And mm -hmm. if you had a goal in mind and you accomplished it, why not reward yourself? Who cares if it's something big or small, right? And it, it made yeah. you happy and that's yeah, all that it did. And I think there's something to be said, I, you know, Kara, you, I, I know you said you set aside five hours, right, to do it for the next two months. And it is, you know, we are going to set aside a huge chunk of time to batch plan. And yeah, it's maybe one or two days of a lot of intensive work, but mm -hmm. the reward and the benefits that you reap as a result of those one or two days of intensive work are tenfold, hundredfold when it comes to stress levels, anxiety levels, just being able to be a better teacher because of how you show up. You're well-rested. There are so many positives and ripple effects that come from one or two days of, you know, hard work. And it's not to say that it's not fun for some of us. I mean, I love batch lesson planning because Same. I know the results that are going to happen as a, you know, as a result of it. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that that's important to say too, that, I think that that time commitment sometimes frightens people away from doing it, but what's the alternative is being yeah. stressed out planning every single day, which one is the lesser of the two evils, right? The couple Seriously. days of batch lesson planning. And I think like I've already started <clears throat> planning next year now, 2021. And 
I think the initial time commitment is actually the hardest because when you're stuck in that day by day mode, you're like, holy crap, how am I going to find, you know, five hours when I'm not even ready for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And so I think once you get past that initial kind of hump of stress, because it did take, like I did use part of a day off and I think you might need to do that, like take a weekend day or something, um, initially at least. And then I think you can kind of squeeze it in after school, maybe two days or something like that. And so that brings us to the next question of the results that you saw because of your batch lesson planning that you did. Yeah. So what are you experiencing like right now? We're recording this on a Tuesday. You know, you've batch planned through the end of the semester into the winter break. How's planning? It's (laughs) awesome. I mean, I'm good. Like it's, it's so funny because I had a meeting with coworkers today and honestly, like they're overwhelmed. They're struggling. It's the holidays. Like there's a lot going on. I get it. But they were saying like, oh my gosh, I have no time to call parents. I have no time to grade. And they're, they're really panicked. And I was sitting there kind of silent, just thinking, man, like that's kind of all I do with my day is grade and call parents because during my prep period, I don't really need to do that much. Like, yes, I make, you know, a few finishing touches on my slideshows, but really I can use that time to serve my students and like my families and in the best way. And it's so amazing to feel so effective. Like I don't need to put that stuff off. Um, and that spirals into like weekend stress being gone. Like I don't really have Sunday scaries. Like I don't need to do anything Sunday night. (laughs) Um, so I, I also just feel very proud of myself because I, again, I've had these limiting beliefs of like batch planning wasn't for me or like, I just don't do well focusing for a long period of time. Like I've always thought that wasn't my thing, but it is my thing. And the payoff is amazing. (laughs) I love that. It is my thing. (laughs) Okay. So you've done it one time and you said you're already starting to work on plans for now, 2021, right? Are there any adjustments you're making from that initial batch planning session that you're like, okay, that didn't quite work the way I wanted to, or I have a better idea, like share some insider tips with us. Yeah. So I think honestly, everything worked really well. Like I definitely did alter some of my plans, you know, like, and I'm still altering some of my plans. So things that I batch planned. Yeah. I had to make a few changes here or there. Um, I had to reteach something and it pushed stuff back, but like it, it was still so worth it to do the batch planning. And like you said, it actually allowed me to be more flexible. I'm finding myself now, like adding in like, Ooh, I can add this fun component. We have some time. Like, let me, you know, spice things up with this. Like, I don't know, that's been awesome. And so anyway, what I would change is I think, the first go round of batch planning, I was like all in and I planned every single slideshow, every single assignment, homework assignment, assessment, like everything to a T for both of my classes. And now that I have a feel for it, I don't think I need to be quite so in depth. Like I think I might not do all the slideshows or maybe only do slides like in week, week or two batches at a time. Um, because honestly they take like three seconds when you know exactly what you're doing and you have the assignments and the assessments ready to go. And you know, what standards you're, you know, like all of that, you can, you can do that so easily, um, each day or each week. Um, so I'm learning, it doesn't need to be quite so detailed, but I am glad I had the experience of literally having every single thing ready to go. And like in Google classroom assigned, like there, it felt really good. I think that's a great 
tip and strategy. Um, you know, cause when I first started bachelor's in planning, I did the same exact thing. It was like to such a, ma- a micro level, so granular. And then I was like, I don't really need to quite go that far. Um, and I think that as you practice and, and use the approach more, you start to find like the, the perfect happy medium of everything that you need to include and things that you can maybe like you're saying, create those slides later and add those in, you know, in batch increments of weeks or something like that, as opposed to a full year in advance. Um, so with that being said, I had one other question, shoot, I'm not, I'm not sure I'm going to remember what it is. And now this is awkward because we're recording. Um, (laughs) oh, that's what it was. So you were the person who were, you were like, no, I'm not a batch planner. I'm not going to do it. So what would you say to somebody who's listening to this episode and they're like, yeah, I really want to do it. I I really want to do batch lesson planning, but I just, I can't, I can't do it. I can't wrap my mind around it. Like I just, I, I don't, I don't have like, what's the word I'm looking for the motivation, or I'm just not there to like move forward yet. What would you tell them to convince them? Like you got to do this. Well, I would say two things. One, like, are you loving your teaching life right now? Like, do you feel successful and awesome every day? Do you feel like totally stress-free? And if the answer is yes, then maybe you don't have to batch plan. But if the answer is no, like you need to make a change. You can't keep doing the same thing and expect to feel differently. Mm -hmm. And I tell myself this all the time. And I think I kind of had just that moment where I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing the same thing, like a crazy person expecting a a different and better result. So I think, you know, just take this podcast as the opportunity to just set a date in your calendar, schedule it and do it because you can. Um, and I think you'll be so surprised that not only will your stress kind of lift from all that, you know, daily, franticness. <laughs> um, but also you're really going to just step into this place where you feel so much more confident and like, I don't know, it's really, I know you guys talk about this, this idea of the empowered educator, but it really does give you this sense of calm and confidence. Like I can tackle this. I've got this and I have, I have a backup plan. Like, yes, you're going to tweak and whatever the day before or the week before, but you have a backup plan, no matter what you are ready. And, um, and that is worth it. That is so worth it. So it's worth the five hours or the four hours or whatever you put in on a weekend, do it. That's, that's my advice. I love it. Love it. And I, I really appreciate that you said schedule the date, right? Like that's the first step. And I think if you are feeling like, okay, I do want to give this a try. That's the only thing you have to do right now is put the date in your planner. That's it. You've done step one. And then you know, go from there, but at least take a baby step, start some action. Yeah. And I mean, if you have a friend or a teacher friend who is similarly motivated, it might help to do it with them. Even if you're not teaching the same things, just to sit down together, to commit together. It's nice to have an accountability buddy. Yes. Absolutely. Sure. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast, Kara. I'm, I'm sure so many of our listeners can relate to you and are hopefully now feeling like so motivated to get down to business, set that time in their calendar to batch lesson plan. And like I told you, just sit down and just do it because you will thank yourself so much once it is done. So thank you so much, Kara. Jessica, did you have one more thing to say before we go? Well, I was going to say, can we share, Caitlin, about our upcoming batch yeah. planning event? Yeah. Absolutely. For those of you who want you know, more information or want um, some extra support with this, then on February 6th, and seventh, we have a really exciting batch planning live experience event going on for you where we're here to support you with 
batch planning, you know, the rest of your year so you can have the same experience as Kara and really feel um, empowered and stress-free for 2021. Yeah, we're excited for it. And our goal is for you to walk away with your batch planning done to the end of 2021. So you don't ever, we can put this year behind us, you know, and you are just going to be prepared to sail through those last few months of 2021. So we're super excited about that. February 6th and 7th. Um, you can find us on Instagram for more details about that. And uh, we'll be sharing more information on our website and things like that to come. So thank you so much, Kara, for joining us. Love having you on the podcast. You're more than welcome to come back anytime. <laughs> hey, let's do it again. <laughs> okay. Sounds good for me. Thanks guys. All right, everybody. Well, enjoy the rest of your week and we will see you guys next week on the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.